0: This is Jason Bryden, and welcome to the Bold Acting Newsletter for December 22, 2023. The ROI on DDL. Daniel Day-Lewis was a highly ineffective actor, and I'm glad he's finished. DDL is a highly ineffective actor when you consider his return on investment. It's a good thing he's retired, so we don't have to put up with further reports of his methodology if only jeremy strong's wholehearted admiration for mr lewis for mr day lewis would also have him knock off to ireland to renovate a castle or kirk you cannot argue with mr day lewis's results i'm an acting teacher not a critic i make stuff i do not solely disparage but I regularly extol to my students the virtues of doing the right amount of work in an attempt to meet your lofty goals. You have to have big, outrageous dreams in this business. Chances are you won't become the next big thing. Chances are you don't really want that anyway. Look what it can do to your life, Tom Cruise. You have to set massive goals, though, in order just to make it out of the middle. But then the trick is to not kill yourself trying. If you want to die at work, there are plenty of finance jobs out there. Perfectly legal, if not ethical, ways of making a lot of money. When you're in your 20s, you have the energy to work all day and all night. So go ahead and spend your 20s making money or your 20s and 30s. Become an actor in your 40s. That would have been a great idea, J.B., Do that for forty years, but you won't. No, we don't. we don't often have that kind of forethought or aptitude. DDL does DDL. You can't be the next him. You can only be the next you. So when you decide to make that short film to showcase your ability to play that Oscar winning heroine, who's hooked on heroin, and still has the heart to run a cat shelter, there is no need to actually do heroin or be in the possession of a cat. DDL will become Lincoln, live in a cabin, vote Republican, and insist everyone call him Abe for the entire six-month shoot. But where does it end, Dan Abe? Are you getting a ride back to your hotel room in a horse and buggy? Are you bathing monthly by candlelight? Are you sharing a bed with a fellow in that tiny log cabin? And does any of it help? How are you working? What's your investment? Can you adjust it to increase your return? If something isn't working, then try something new. You can always go back to the way you were doing things after. It takes more energy to climb out of the wagon wheel ruts we carve for ourselves than it does to maintain a comfortable stagnancy. Get yourself out of the same old same old by radically changing your state, be it physical, mental, or whatever. In your performance, do things hugely different, not just different. Do this by seeking out the embarrassing, the awkward, the ugly, the loud, the inappropriate, the provocative you got to burst out of those grooves you find yourself in, and you must do it over and over again. Once you're up and out of the rut, feel how easy it is to maintain cruising altitude. Enjoy that. Then, sooner rather than later, become suspicious of it. For, inevitably... We are now creating new grooves that will eventually become a new rut. When he was younger, Jeremy Strong was DDL's assistant, and clearly this tenure left an impression. Now he adheres to the method wholeheartedly. In my class, I tell beginners, we're here only to get out of our own way. To get out of our own way. Perhaps the method could come later, That's up to you. But for now, run from all that is precious. Avoid anything that makes it about you. Instead, make it all about the scene partner and the audience. When we serve others, we truly find communion and connection, and that's what it's all about. Perhaps it's different when you're playing a self-serving scion of a billionaire asshole like Jeremy was in Succession. Perhaps it's different when you're carrying a big-budget biopic directed by Steven Spielberg. Perhaps I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know. Check in with yourself. See if this rings true. Don't just take my word for it. Get a second opinion. I'm fine with being wrong. It's happened before. When next you have a self-tape, try on some efficacy for a change. Do you overprepare? It's not all about memorizing lines. You can be holding your script. It's fine. It's not a contest on who can memorize lines best. Are you stressing over not fulfilling the wardrobe notes to a T? Then ignore them. They were written by a casting director who is making shit up and has a billion other things to do. Fuck them. Your job is not the wardrobe department, nor is it lighting or sound. So focus on the performance. That's your job. Focus on behavior and connection. Film yourself way too early, a few times, okay? Get it right or good enough. Go for good enough. Then send it off. Then, most importantly, forget you ever did it in the first place. Move on to the next one. It's a numbers game. And if you don't have another audition to move on to, make something up. Make something yourself. Get sides from the bold acting drop box and prepare them. Film an audition you gave to yourself and that no one has asked for. Practice every day, every day, every day. Your return on investment may not be monetary. It will be, however, nothing short of creative fulfillment. And that's an investment that can really pay off. Thanks for reading the Bold Acting Newsletter. Sign up at boldacting.substack.com. The Bold Acting Newsletter is a reader-supported publication. To, re- to receive new posts and support Jason Bryden's work, consider becoming a free or paid subscriber. Go to boldacting.substack.com.